What a fabulous hat. Thank you. Off to go some chorizo. Hello and welcome to this week's Grape Culture Podcast, the podcast where three women drink wine and discuss feminist literature and issues. I am Sam. I'm Kim. And I'm Alex. And we hope you enjoy the episode. You may have noticed something slightly different on this week's episode, and it's because we finally got our act together and got some fancy music. Fancy Ooh. jingles. Ooh. So do tell us on uh, Twitter or Instagram or drop us an email what you think of our new tunes. On this week's episode, we are talking about weddings, seeing as we are getting into wedding season and the expectations of being a wedding guest. Um, but first, let's get into the wine. Um, get stuck into the wine. We have our very first actual legit champagne. Ooh. Because, you know, weddings, champagnes, toasts, any reason, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, so this is the Louis Verte Brut from um, Marks and Spencers. Brut. So there are obviously Fancy. many... Champagnes that I could have chosen. The reason I chose this one was um, because when I read the tasting notes in the shop, it said pair with uh, canapes, and Ooh. I was like, "That's absolutely what you do at a wedding." So, oh, I thought you meant you were going to bring us some canapes, and I got really excited. Aww. No, I don't think the eating noises would translate quite ah, well to the to okay. the thing. That was the reason. So, um, the description on the website is elegant, fruity, and harmonious, with flavors of peaches, red berries, a floral hint, and soft, creamy mousse. I thought it said soft, creamy mouse. <laughs> both are kind of gross, <laughs> in my humble opinion. I mean, yeah, both anyway. aren't what I want to taste. So, a rounded and versatile champagne made from the classic blend of Pinot Noir, Pinot Meunier, and Chardonnay, country of origin, France, obviously, region champagne. Um, It is vegan, obviously. It's from Marks and Spencers. And um, for the vegans of you, Marks and Spencers is really good at labelling their bottles. Mm, um, Because obviously everything that Marks and Spencers stocks is from their sort of vineyards and stuff. Yeah, they just put it all in a bare tin. um, They label their bottles really, really well. (laughs) Woo! Obligatory grape culture woo. Especially if it's something pops. You have to woo if something pops. Well, it depends. Because if it's like a balloon, it's normally like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair. If a bottle pops... If a bottle pops, you have to woo. Cheers! 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 Mm, It tastes like every champagne ever. Bubbles. Yes, it really does. Fizzy dries. Actually, slightly less... (laughs) <laughs> what was that noise? Alex? <laughs> you know when it hits the back of your throat. You sound like you're making the Jeff Goldblum laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's when it's so maybe dry is it's what quite... I meant. Um more palatable than other champagnes that I have. I am a fan of Prosecco and and cheap shit basically i don't like cava and i like prosecco and i feel like champagne means more towards cava than prosecco normally i totally agree with that but then maybe that's because i've only ever had cheap champagne except for one really expensive bottle of champagne that we had a new year that we had a new year had a new year this when you sip it it's almost like there's a vacuum in your mouth and everything sort of stops existing where the champagne is that sounds very existential but apparently that's it's supposed just... to be like a hallmark of bubbles isn't it i don't know i've had various bubbly beverages in my life and they don't normally make me feel like i've wrapped my mouth around a black hole <laughs> all right Schrodinger. <laughs> i'm quite enjoying it yeah like actually like i totally agree with what you say i prefer a prosecco and usually champagne leans more on the carver side but actually it's fine it's fine it's be- would, be- would be fine for a toast Oh uh, yeah, yes. I was gonna say it would. Yeah. It's spot on for a 
for a wedding taste. Agreed. So which brings us on to weddings. Yay, yes. weddings. So have either of you been to any weddings so far this year? I have been to one wedding so far this year. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time that this releases, I might have been to another. Um, yeah, so I've been to one. How about you guys? I have also been to one, um, but only as an evening guest. Mm. Um, and I've got one more coming up this year. Yes, one more coming up this year. Um, I have no weddings this year. At wow. all. No, I, I don't get... I don't get invited to a lot of weddings. I'm like Maleficent. Um, <laughs> Do you put curses on their children when you arrive? Gary, fuck you. Um, <laughs> oh, Gary. Oh, Gary. I'm getting quite no, attached to him. Well, no, a lot of my... So I'm quite a lot younger than most of my family. So a lot of them are already married or um, I've been to their weddings. So there's not... And I don't really have any cousins. So that kind of avenue of weddings doesn't happen. Um, and then of my close friends they either haven't got married which is fine or they've already got married and are already divorced which mm-hmm. is fine or i fuck the groom and i don't get invited <laughs> <gasps> yeah so that'll do it not, um, the, not the time in <laughs> previous years in the back of the barn yeah this is apparently bad wedding guest etiquette yeah so when you do go to weddings what is your favorite thing about a wedding what do you enjoy most I was going to go for the funny option there and say leaving. <laughs> that's not actually true. I like the bit where the bride walks down the aisle. And I like the readings. That about does it. That's me done. So you're, you're, in, you're in it for the romance. I'm in it for the romance. I don't, I don't go for the cake. I don't go for the meal. I don't go for the dancing. I do go for any and all free booze that is available. Mm-hmm. Which is often these days not much. No, but I do, I just enjoy that aspect. Not just the booze, but I enjoy the aspect of like sharing a drink with people. Shockingly mm-hmm. enough, um, yeah. I but I definitely I the weddings that I've been to have all been for people that I care deeply for. Alex, what about you? Um, I really like the romance part as well. My favourite bit is when you kind of you watch the couple and. They just look so in love with each other when they're stood up there and they're talking They're talking through their vows and they might share like a kind of knowing smile or something like that. Mm. And for at one point, we are all witness to that kind of private love, not in a creepy yeah. way. Um, but I just think that's really nice. And I suppose I've seen a lot of my really, really close old school friends get married more recently. And it's just really lovely to see that and kind of see them as an adult. And like someone that's about to start their life with their husband, um, a so that a wife. Um, I've only seen female friends recently get married. Mm. Oh, I also enjoy the free booze, but also the booze that you have to buy. As much as that's expensive, it's nice to just kind of. It's acceptable to get very merry in a room with a lot of people that you tend to like and know, um, and then also meet other people as well. Um, I enjoy the dancing. I enjoy a live band. That's one of my favourite things. I think it's just, yeah, recently I've been to a lot of wedding, weddings of close friends and it's just been, because we don't see each other that often, it's just been a really lovely celebration and being all together and having like the best time. Mm. So pretty much all parts of weddings is what I'm saying. <laughs> I like all of it. <laughs> yes, yeah, all of it. like weddings. I like weddings. Fair enough. Sam? Um... I like an excuse to get togged up. It's pretty much my 
yeah, that's the main thing for me. Um, you know, it's nice to spend a day with people you care about and that kind of thing. And here's a, here's a little secret for you that you guys might not know about me. I have cried at four weddings during the ceremony. What? One of which, one of which was my brother's last year when I had to do a reading. Did you cry oh. during the during reading? the reading? So I went up to do the reading with my nephew. My nephew was also doing one. He was nine. Um, and I went up to help him through in case he got shy or nervous or struggled. Um, and he was fucking fine. He just ploughed through it and was like, and what? Mic drop out. <laughs> you were like, ah. And then I followed and I started reading and I was like, oh God. Oh no, I can feel it coming. I can feel it coming. Ah! I'm feeling. <laughs> I'm having feelings. Um, and then I just looked at my brother and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you done this? Um, and they showed me their wedding album when I went down. And there's a fucking photo of me mid-weep oh, doing the reading. And I, was I like, love how oh, it's documented. Great. What was Thanks the reading? That. That's what was going to be my question. It was an A.A. A. Milne poem. Oh, was it wherever you oh, go, there's poo in me? And I oh. shouldn't have been laughing at... I should have been laughing at the word poo rather than crying. Like <laughs> My sister had it's that at her, at her wedding. Our oldest friend read it and had Aww. a big cuddly poo bear as well. And it was really lovely. But, yeah. No, I've also cried. I've cried at weddings yeah. as well. I've cried at, yeah, pretty much all the weddings I've been to. All the weddings. I think I don't think I cried at the first wedding I went to, but I was seven. So it's entirely possible I did. I didn't cry at my Greek orthodox family so greek orthodox weddings are the longest things you will ever go to in your life and you cry from boredom oh my god and you have to stand up for the whole time and it's like a two-hour service why though i don't know do you feel judged for not crying no because normally i'm bloody crying so (laughs) because i often wonder at weddings whether some of the crying is performative like i recently went to a wedding um of a of a dear friend and we went to a girls' school, so there were quite a lot of girls. Girls, <laughs> girls. Um, but I was sat with, you know, all the people that I went yeah. to school with. So it was predominantly women that I knew, and everyone had a tissue, and everyone was like prepared to cry. And I, I was prepared to cry because I'm me, but I was kind of wondering how much of the being prepared to cryedness was performative. Mm. Yeah, I and whether it was performative for me as well, because I was like, I'm prepared to cry because I'm a crier, but also, I don't feel that strongly that I'm going to cry pretty much until she walked down the aisle, and then I was like, ah, <laughs> and then they had a Harry Potter reading, and everyone around me started crying. And was like, what I was it? Oh fuck off! I was really? the Fleur wedding, so you don't feel judged for crying, mm. but you do recognise that there might be a performative aspect to it, because I'm thinking. I feel like a lot of wedding behaviour is performative. And I don't mean I don't mean all the traditional stuff that the bride and groom have to do, like um the first dance or whatever. I don't I'm not talking about that. I'm talking really from the perspective of a wedding guest. There's a lot of stuff that you have to do that's for the sake of appearances. Yeah. There's yeah, right, there's right, a lot of I think a lot of peacocking at weddings for various reasons. So buying a new dress, looking you know, looking the part. The part. Um, Be that as a member of the wedding party or as a guest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being emotional. Being amused by the speeches. 
Ah, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> what an excellent joke, Timothy. Even though it was shit and we saw it coming a mile away. Yeah. Or, I have no idea what you're talking about. In joke, in joke, in joke. Ha ha ha! Being charmed by the first dance. Being interested in the cutting of the cake. Not disliking weird, the food. Not grumbling about the wine. Going along with whatever twee nonsense the bride wants. wacky thing happens because every wedding has a gimmick now it's like oh well we we decided that instead of throwing confetti or rose petals we'd all just we threw knives <laughs> <laughs> i didn't my head I was went gonna to go, cotton buds i, don't know I was going with mar i was gonna go with like we all decided we'd throw marshmallows or, or cotton candy or something oh, okay well oh, that's okay. that's probably more likely than cotton buds or knives <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there is. Yeah, there, people make their um, their own tweaks on tradition to make it. Yeah, yeah they do. and um, and wedding hashtags as well. Oh, oh, see, I don't mind a wedding hashtag. I don't mind a wedding hashtag, but th- I do feel pressure to post something with a wedding hashtag, whether I was going to post something or not. I would refuse if someone was like, "Use this for our wedding." And no, if you want the pictures, I'll send you the pictures. I'm not putting them on fucking social media with your fucking hashtag. Get out my face. Oh, see, I don't mind it because then they're all in one place and that's fine. Why? Because it's annoying. So it's... your hashtag other things, I will, but refuse I will not to use... put, like, Alex loves grapes. <laughs> Is that your wedding hashtag? Yes, that's, that's, my... that's not your wedding hashtag. Okay, Alex loves grapes. Will you do it if that's my hashtag? If that's your hashtag. If you give me a hashtag that is legitimately funny and engaging enough, yes. But otherwise, I'm not furthering your marketing needs using my social media channels. Okay. I think that's the thing. Like, it's it's putting a brand on something. Exactly. That doesn't need a brand because yeah. it's not a campaign. It's a fucking wedding. No, yeah. But it's just so that they can see all the images, like the behind the scenes that they missed because they're too busy doing all the just toasts. Just send them, and, and then stuff. they have a choice whether people get to see those pictures of their day or not. That's another thing. It makes me think of Tay America. Pardon. Because of course it does, because it always comes back to Taylor Swift. But there was a whole thing about a few years ago <laughs> oh, with Taylor Swift where she had a big party and hashtag and everyone, all her model friends hashtagged it America And it was so coordinated and so like, look how much fun we're having. And that's what it feels like to me. It mm. feels performative. Performative. Yeah, I keep using that word. No, it's true. Um so I'm picking all of those things. Like am I alone in feeling this insane pressure for all those things? Because I think for the right people, I find the right parts of those fun. Like um, my sister's wedding, for example, I don't recall not wanting to partake in any part of it except the um, the first dance, mm. um, because I had to dance with the best man, um, who I'd had a crush on when I was a kid. So I was like, oh, well, this is <laughs> not awkward. At Hashtag all. awkward. This is, this is awkward. <laughs> If the uh, hashtag was awkward wedding, then I'd use it. <laughs> okay, fine. There we go. That's yeah, the yeah. hashtag. It's probably going to be for my non-existent <laughs> wedding. Um, but yeah, I I do feel pressure to give a shit about most of those things, and uh, this is separate from monetary pressure, which I think we'll get onto later. Mm. But like societal pressure, and especially more so as a woman, being friends with the bride. Because all the weddings that I've been to, I've been friends of the bride. I mean, some of them I've been friends of both. Yeah, I've been friends of both. But actually, weirdly, never just singly the groom. Yeah, I think the only wedding that, again, that I knew the groom better than I knew the bride was 
because I went to my uncle's wedding when I was seven. Um, but generally, I know either the bride and groom equally or relatively equally. Like, I see them equally or I know the bride better mm. by a long way. On that note, sorry if this is interrupting, no, but this idea of um, wedding performance and expectation is if you are in any way close as in related to the, the people getting married there's the oh are you next fucking oh, routine which can mm. get in the sea i am not here <laughs> for it well see weirdly oh, that never happens to me at family things but it happens to me at friend things all the time but that friends, friends like me. it's okay though because you can just be like ah fuck off whereas oh, yeah, when it's true. you know your great aunt mildred you can't be like piss off mildred <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you could. <laughs> yeah, I could, yeah, but it would probably... I don't even have a great aunt. So poor Mildred's getting hauled over the coals in my mind and she doesn't exist. <laughs> but then, Buketos. Never been at a wedding that's done it. I have been to... I caught the bouquet. I've been to one. I caught, I caught the bouquet. Of course I did. So, are you next then, I'm Kim? Not, definitely oh. not. Because oh. um, her friend who didn't catch the bouquet is getting married. So, I'm oh, safe. Sure. It's fine. I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean it like that, but there you go. So um, it's having rugby tackled all the other brides out the way to get the brides. <laughs> Jesus, where was this wedding? <laughs> I think that societal pressure to do all that stuff, especially when you are closer to the bride and are a woman, or just are a woman, I feel like there's more pressure to be involved in that kind of stuff. Like, I don't think I've ever known a guy to insist that we see the cake be cut, or... Um, like whoop about the first dance or be handed a tissue when you go in or even like oh, I don't just know. my partner does <laughs> be expected to do really like sign the guest book which is another thing that I'm not 100% sure I get oh I love a guest book um, again never done it but then you just draw penises but am I am I wrong <laughs> I don't think it's a I, I don't see it as an inherently female expectation I think there's an expectation that everyone will coo over the bride because you have to. Yeah. Um, the main expectation, I think, it is is that kind of... is the wardrobe expectation of this thing of always having to pick the perfect dress for the wedding, even if you're not the one getting married. Like, yeah. And, and it I costs so much I money do, as well. I, have, I, have two, I come down on two sides about that because on the one hand, I was going to say, I do feel like that's more of a female concern. Um, and I was going to use the example of the wedding that I went to recently where, like, you know, the, the women were in an array of outfits, all impossibly stylish, and most of the men I saw were in blue suits. Mm. Um, but then my partner was very worried about wearing the right clothes to this wedding. And I mean, partially, I think, because he hadn't met any of anyone Oh, yeah, before, fair play. Except for the bride. But... And... <laughs> They're not exactly an easy group to meet because they're kind of terrifying. But I think that it comes, it does come down on both. Like you can be equally as anxious about it as as a man. But definitely, I think getting the right dress to wear to a wedding, being a wedding guest. Mm. I mean, there are whole sections dedicated to it on websites about like finding the perfect wedding guest dress. Mm. Do you agree with this tradition of? Um guests shouldn't wear white to a wedding or female guests shouldn't wear white yes you do yes why because i think that given that it is supposed to be about the couple i don't think that you should wear anything that out that 
directly matches or contradicts or clashes with that so i don't think that you should wear white i don't think um i think that if it was for example a scottish wedding or something and you knew that the groom was going to be wearing a kilt i wouldn't encourage anyone else to wear the full regalia i think that their suit should be the nicest and their dress should be the nicest and i also think that you shouldn't wear the same color as the bridesmaids mm, okay if what's, you know why, it what's your thought my feeling is that the day is already about them and if you, it's easy enough to upstage them by wearing the same color then that's not your fault they've made the wedding like that <laughs> i don't think it's necessarily that it would upstage them but it's not an, like it's a different thing turning up in another wedding dress. I mean, yeah, that's that would be weird. weird. Yeah, I just think it's like vaguely, did, it's I vaguely disrespectful. If you wear a plain white dress to a wedding, I just think it's it's it feels like a challenge. And I know that that's not what it. I know that that might not like be the method. And I'm like, well, yeah, and I know that that might not be the only thing that's going to upset the bride that day so much that the the wedding is ruined. But I do think that if insofar as the bride may not even notice but everyone what they might notice is everyone else going oh my god did you see what caroline is wearing she's wearing a fucking full she's wearing a fucking white maxi dress i can't believe that like i do think that it's got to be a pretty dull wedding if that's going down the topic well maxine. my is it maxine did you say maxine? catherine catherine <laughs> what oh maxi dress Sorry. yeah i think i actually said caroline but anyway <laughs> I, I I did go to a wedding a couple of years ago in which a cousin wore a very very pale pink like looked looked yeah, off white so maxi dress. I was going to say you've definitely worn pastel to, to the wedding. church. Never pale were. pale pink, but I have had a friend who turned up to our other friend's wedding wearing a very pale pink lacy fitted and out dress, and we were like oh my god she's coming in a wedding dress and everyone did comment on it yeah they did so yeah it does draw attention away from the bride to be honest I don't think I've got any strong feelings about it which is why I haven't really said anything I think I think you're right I probably if someone was wearing white and much like my friend turning up in this dress it was commented on and that's a but then you, you would comment on something if someone was wearing a particular dress that was good or bad mm. yeah it was not to the, I don't, I don't know if you that. think it's a challenge to the bride though which I kind of feel like but I think if you're deliberately they're like it's to do with the intent if you go out and you're like right I'm going to a wedding therefore I must wear a white dress so that I make Stephanie look like shit in her big white dress like that's that's one <laughs> bit of the champagne Soz. um like that's a definitely one. a big fuck you to the to the couple but if you're like oh I found this really nice dress it happens to be white it looks really nice on me. Diet. Just, I just don't think it should. I think it should, should just come down to personal taste. I think. I Would agree. you have the balls to wear a white dress to a wedding? If it was the perfect dress, it would depend on the wedding. Of, it would depend on the people getting married. Yeah, would I you wear it to my wedding? Yes. What but then I'd better also, than me. But I wouldn't. But you might. How? Because <laughs> it's the perfect dress. <laughs> I'd make sure it had like a tearaway skirt, like a Bucks Fizz moment. Just oh, okay, of, fine. Like, oh, that will make that, that will make it less scene stealing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but I would enjoy that, so I would let it go. I think I think should is Ooh, not no, the same you. as is. Like it, it should be 
that you should be able to wear a perfectly nice dress because it and it just so happens to be white but i think with so much weight around it you can't be unaware of the fact that someone is going might take offense to that when you decide to wear that dress to a wedding but someone could take offense at any dress you're wearing like i've definitely gone to many a wedding with more than the appropriate amount of boob on show just because that's how i dress um which probably isn't seemly for some weddings but mm. i like the dress no one pulled me to one side. like it wasn't like i was wearing a fucking thigh high boots and a corset it was just i mean i would see you wearing that too <laughs> great so i'm wearing a white dress that then tears away to be a thigh high boot oh my god that would be the best outfit are well, you the wedding entertainment i think i might be the wedding stripper i was gonna <laughs> say maybe you'll I love a wedding stag party entertainment oh no they'd want oh. their money back mm. <laughs> um, no i want to see this <laughs> no stags i'm the hen party entertainment yes okay, thank you all right. but do you not think though this this tradition of the white not wearing white or whatever with so many other traditions kind of being challenged like um like you said the thing about not throwing confetti but throwing other things mm-hmm. or um instead of a first dance the wedding you went to had a uh, a karaoke, karaoke medley, medley. Um, what what traditions do you think don't need to be challenged with weddings or do you think they need to be I like, don't it's do... not that I think that they need to be challenged or not I think if you don't want to do them don't do them but if someone else does them don't shit on them for doing it mm-hmm. um you know my gr- my grand old philosophy is just let me do what the fuck I want but like I think that there are there are like traditions. Gandhi. I know I know I'm <laughs> I'm a Zen master. I don't know what we're talking about. I'm, I'm so inspirational. I'm actually a hashtag influencer. Oh. I think my hashtag is hashtag I have the whole bottle. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> no hashtag leave the bottle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So I think that there are some traditions which I do think are really, really, really silly. Like, we talked about not wearing white to a wedding. What about wearing black to a wedding? I'm all right with that. I agree. But some people, if you do a Google search of it, are like, how dare you? You might as well shit on my mother. Like, it's... (laughs) I mean, if you did that at a wedding... Mama, a turd! (laughs) Is that what you do after you, like, throw off your white dress in your thigh-high boots and corset? Bend over, mama! It's time for shoes! I don't know, because she might have to crouch. Oh, wow, this, this took a turn. turn. <laughs> Jesus, this is why I'm not invited to more weddings. It's funny, though, isn't it? This kind of... um, This idea of colour playing such an important part in yeah. wedding attire. But, yeah, these these traditions. So you're saying that... Yeah, so I think, I think the black dress one... To be honest, I don't disagree with you that the white dress one is one that should be challenged. Yeah. But I think the dra- black dress one is one that's already essentially mostly gone away. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think what other ones really do stick in my craw. I know ones that stick in other people's craw. Okay. Here are some questions for us as feminists about weddings mm-hmm. and wedding traditions. Taking the groom's name. I don't agree with it at all. Like really strongly. Mm-hmm. Not fast, to be honest. Um, I have friends who've double barreled. I have friends who've taken partners' last name. I mm-hmm. have male friends who have taken their female partners' last names. Um, 
I think it's a personal preference. You can grow up hating your last name. Oh, yeah, of course. Also, I think for a lot of people, it depends whether you're planning to have kids. Because um, I think that if you are having, like, the... the uh, What's the word? Criticism, but that's not the word that I'm looking for. Stigma of having a child that doesn't bear the last name of both its parents still in this day and age can be um, something to battle against. Yeah, and I understand the reasons for people doing it, but I'm just asking for our... Our personal opinions. opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, because mine is that I would never do it. I would never do it. And I don't even have a particularly interesting last name. It's not like it's one that needs to be preserved. There's no, a shit but it's ton of yours. Like, I just, but it's, it's part not of my like identity, me. and I don't yeah. want to be chopping and changing. No. I mean, I think, to be honest... If I wasn't already double barreled, I'd seriously consider double barreling because I think that's nice. It's like you're united, great. But I can't triple barrel with two middle names as well. <laughs> I know, because that's ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> but also, the thing with the double barreling is if that becomes kind of derogatory, kind of what everyone does. How will we know who's how, rich? How will we know who's I rich? I mean, I'm definitely also, not. People so. get married, they double barrel. They have kids. The kids are double barrel. Well, this is they what marry I'm... someone else who is double barrelled. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Do you so quadruple I'm, barrel? I'm like, struggling. where does the barrel end? Like, what happens <laughs> when I like maybe decide to have children? Like, yeah. I, I, I'm literally screwed because do they just... take my name? Do they take his name? Up, do they uh, have a new last name? A portmanteau of the, the two names. Yeah, but then like, <laughs> do I get like, you know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's kind of like going, no, I won't have this part of my surname, but I will have this part, and I you know, it's just, and also my partner's family are very traditional, so this is going to be a battle that I'm going to It's not to your have. problem, though. No, it's not. But explaining it to them, I know, is going to be a bit of a headache. My ex-boyfriend, um, in fact, two of my ex-boyfriends, no, wait, no, 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 all of my ex-boyfriends have all gone to me, no, you're taking my last name. Oh, that's why And I went, exes. and you're taking a running jump, mate. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm sorry, no, no, I'm not. My last name's a great last name. They're like, yeah, but my last name has this much history. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, are you a pedigree dog? I was like, this, is a, this isn't a... This isn't a ruling by you. This is a no. discussion. Um, but then one of those exes decided that being an English school teacher would be a good good job for a doctor's wife. So clearly oh. I had no hope of hell there. Anyway, this is not a Kim Hayes. And that's why like they're an ex. Yeah. But I, I my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time for Kim's opinion. My opinion on last names. I'm not against it. I struggle with it because... I like my last name, but I also would like to not have to spell my last name every time I have to talk to anyone, which I do, because despite the fact that I feel like my last name should be really, really easy to spell, people still get it wrong. So it is tradition when it comes to the speeches and the toasts Mm -hmm. that Ah. the father of the bride and the groom and the best man all give speeches um, and the women do not speak is the tradition. That is changing. I know that some people, the bridesmaids will give a toast or the maid of honour, um, or sometimes the bride. How do we feel about the male-only speeches? I think it's fucking bollocks. Yeah. I think male-only is bollocks. I don't mean get rid of all the speeches altogether, but oh, I... Oh no, I love a speech. I um, I personally would not want to speak, but I... and that, Yeah, and that's fine. I'm also not convinced that I want my maid of honour to speak. So Ooh, maybe you hear. would have all males be. I, I mean, love you, but you, you're not. If, if, if you made the conscious choice just to go, these are the people I want to speak. Oh, they happen to be male. That's fine. Yeah. And I was actually at a wedding where my friend said, "I don't want to speak." I think her mum did in the end as well. Yeah. But like, 
it's because she didn't want to and yeah. that's fine because i think like having both is fine um and having having just is fine like you say i personally i would i would want my dad to make a speech because he's hilarious so but that's fine like wanting you know you don't have to go as a feminist that's the point as we've talked about many times is it's choice if you want your dad to give a speech yeah. if you want your dad to give you away this concept of giving away another another mm. oh yeah struggle with that um i don't think of it as giving away i think that's that's the way that i get around this is that i don't consider it giving away i just think that it's nice to have someone walk you down the aisle so you don't trip so a, a walking stick yeah and hello father be my walking stick be right my prop, papa yeah mama a turd i'd like my mama <laughs> and my dad to walk me down the aisle i asked my mum to walk me down the aisle when i was getting married that's nice Mainly my was dad she happy walk. did she cry uh, i don't think she cried no i think oh. she was just like oh god no <laughs> she wasn't um no i don't remember her crying but i think she was quite touched my mum would be too stressed oh. what the fuck is going on yeah just give her some not chardonnay and she'll be fine it's true it's true i love how this is the fact i remember about your mom she doesn't it's, like chardonnay it's a good fact to remember you'll okay. be in her good books forever okay fine i will turn up never to your house chardonnay with fine. no chardonnay but with something but with something yeah. of course you can't turn up with nothing alex okay you can't turn up with nothing wedding gifts wedding gifts ah. yes brings us on to that nicely um yeah elaborate kimberly Wedding gifts, I think, are a tradition that are slow to die. Because I understand why people have them. Like, and I understand why they originated, you know, you're bedecking a house, presumably because it's about to be the first time you've ever lived together. That's that's the yeah. that's the that's the tradition. Yeah. Like buy me a toaster. People have lived together or lived on their own for a, a longer time because they have you know because people are getting married later and they don't need you don't need to buy someone a serving dish because they don't have any serving dishes and i just i think that most of the people that i know create wedding gift lists because they have a few members of the family that insist on giving a gift but then the rest of it they don't really care about but then even if that's even if you know that about that person you still feel obligated to get them something i certainly have felt that my friend who got married a few years ago i was a bridesmaid i knew damn right that she didn't care that she had a house that she'd lived in her house with her husband now husband and child for a significant period of time and i still felt the need to buy her a freaking teapot <laughs> every single wedding i've been to has just been money Every single one, wedding. I've been to one wedding where I bought an actual gift. Um, the rest, yeah, have been. And actually, please contribute to the honeymoon. Yeah, please, please contribute. And actually, we've been fortunate. So for the last couple of years, that it's all been like I said, like close friends that were all quite a big group, mm. and we can in one card all put like twenty quid mm. in, and then that's a considerable amount of money, and then it looks really nice, and we all write a message in a card, and that's. I mean, I'd much rather that than a teapot. I'm, mm. you know. I mean, I love a teapot. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, but I just I you don't so eight of them. I went. Well, I do actually have eight of them, but that's <laughs> that's another story. Um, I have. I can't remember what I went. What I bought for the person who got married a few years ago, but I can't actually remember her having a wedding gift registry. And I think that she was one of the people that basically said, 
we don't have a wedding gift registry. If that's wrong, I owe her a gift and I'm really sorry. Um, but like the only person that I consciously know that I didn't have to buy a gift for was my sister. Um, and then even then I still gave her a gift, which was, I bought her kittens. <laughs> So yeah, so wedding gifts I feel are a tradition that I really struggle with. And I don't, you guys clearly, you give money, but like, I think that wedding gifts themselves are by nature, they're always more expensive than just giving money. And so people who have wedding gifts, wedding gift lists, it's always from like John Lewis or it's from <sighs> Debenhams or something. And the cheapest thing on there is a 25 pound fruit bowl that no one actually wants or needs or cares about and it gets me quite riled up because i start to get riled up about the cost of weddings which i think is something that we're going to go into mm -hmm. in a little bit mm -hmm. before we do that we're going to have a short break but we're going to talk about how everyone's found the champagne champagne, champagne. um it's it's fine. I, I say I feel like I say this a lot, but it's it's not it's not my favourite. I've had tastier champagne. It but it it, it does the job. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a massive champagne fan. Mm. Um, like Kim said, more prosecco, less brut. Um, <laughs> it's that's your hashtag. <laughs> oh, that is a good one. I like that. Good. Um. It's gone straight to my head, so that's delightful. I, it's fine. Yeah, it's champagne. It's drinkable champagne. Um, it's very bubbly. It's making me very gassy. It's making Sam very gassy. Sauce. <laughs> no, I'm just better at hiding it than you are. I think maybe I'm not better up than in. And it's um, Mama, it's giving it's me a burn, so. <laughs> That's your hashtag, apparently. <laughs> hashtag um, Mama, a dirt. Okay. On that note, we'll be back shortly. You can enjoy our fancy new music until we get back. So we are back. We have finished our fancy bubbly champagne. Um, I think the overall consensus was that it was okay, but maybe not for us as non-champagne drinkers. I think the quote was, it's fine. It's fine. I think champagne is not a session drink. Pardon? I think champagne is not a session drink. No, no, true. It's very much for toasts. But now we are on to some cheap Pinot Grigio from Tesco, which will get us through the next bit of podding. Get us through. <laughs> not that it's, you know, an awful challenge for us. Um, no, but talking about money. Yeah, that is true. And one might need a Pinot or two. And especially talking about money. and to have a Pinot or two. <laughs> <laughs> Especially talking about money in polite society because it's frowned upon. Um, yeah, it's time to talk about nah. the cost of weddings, yeah. but not for the bride and groom. Although I would like to touch on that at some point. However, no, and most of us have been wedding guests. None of us have been brides or grooms. I was You've been nearly. A bride. I've been a bride to be, but we gonna talk about that. Yeah, so we touched a little bit on it for the break. Weddings are expensive. Mm -hmm. That's not a surprise. But weddings are expensive for guests as well. I read an article. I sent it to you guys. We did read. That mm -hmm. the... And this was from sort of April, May, June of last year. About a year ago, basically, as of the time of recording. That the average cost for a wedding guest was a little over £1,000. Which I think is a bit crazy. Yes. That was an article on The Independent. Yes. But I think that if you were anywhere... If, if you were anywhere near London... 
Mm-hmm. I don't think that would be unreasonable. I think when you consider... I mean, it's unreasonable. When you think all in, <laughs> when you think of um, the cost of transport to and from the venue, the cost of staying at a venue if you have to, so yeah. if it's a hotel, yeah. uh, the cost of outfits for both you, your partner, your kids, whoever is going, mm-hmm. um, the cost of drinks if it's not an open bar, which the majority of weddings aren't now. Well, and um, especially the evening time. Exactly. The cost of a wedding Where you gift. get a bit loose and you're like, take my money, it's fine. <laughs> Mama, take my money. <laughs> and this turn. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the cost of a wedding gift as well, as we were discussing earlier. Mm-hmm. And then if you've got something like a destination wedding. Oh, no. And on top of that, stag and hen parties yeah so engagement parties engagement oh actually so if you include that then if you roll all of that into one bundle then you can see how that's easily over a grand yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i know for a fact that at one wedding i attended i spent myself on the hen party on the 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 getting to the wedding on staying at the wedding on drinks at the wedding on drinks at the hen party on gifts close to 500 pounds and then a further £200 on a suit, which I didn't spend, but was spent by my guest. Um, by your household, as it were. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's £700 for a wedding in the vicinity of my home. Yeah, that yeah. you wouldn't even have to fly to Vietnam, for yeah. example. So yes. let's talk about that one, Alice. <laughs> I mean, so also in contrast, last weekend I went to a wedding Um weekend before um was a 10 minute taxi ride there and back we were only evening guests and yet both me and my partner spent a hundred pounds each just on the bar Mm -hmm. and i wore a dress that i'd already worn to like another wedding and that's crazy like 200 quid just in like four hours plus taxi fare well i mean that's the thing like the the wedding that i was referring to i was re-wearing a dress i we paid for the taxi I I didn't buy anything new for myself mm. um, actively, and that was still five hundred pounds for me. Yeah, I just remember we put twenty quid in the card as well for them. The classic, the classic. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Vietnam was my most expensive wedding. Uh, my that friend, was your Vietnam. my Vietnam. Um, my friend is from Vietnam originally. Um, but she came to school in the UK, which is where I met her. Um, and her and her partner decided let's get married in Vietnam. And to be honest, as much as this cost is going to like you know be linked to the wedding itself, it was an amazing opportunity to go sod it. Like when else are we going to go to Vietnam? Let's go traveling round. Mm-hmm. So yes, the wedding only took like a weekend. Um, and I'd do it again, uh, but I think in total, I probably spent just me, not my partner, three grand. But um, as you say, that was including uh, a that holiday, was, but, yeah. but, but you wouldn't have gone on that holiday had there not been a wedding. No, we wouldn't have done, but I thank them for doing that because otherwise when else would I just go sod it, I'm going to go to Vietnam. But even if you'd just gone out for the ceremony and, you know, the few days it takes either side to adjust. I mean, like, the flights themselves cost 800 and something quid. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, and destination weddings are becoming more and more popular now. They're, it's a huge thing. And destination um, stag and hen parties, mm-hmm. like, mm. you don't just... Yeah, even just to, like, Prague for the weekend mm, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you don't just go for a, a night out with the bride or the groom. You go, like... Fucking it's a week. Yeah. It's always yeah. a weekend. It's a weekend. Yeah. It's never just a night. 
I um I was thinking about that today because I decided to check my emails. Um, I obviously organised my sister's hen weekend, which was just the bridesmaids, um, and was subsidised to a degree by my mother. But I still put in the email between two hundred and thirty and three hundred pounds per person. Wow! And at the time, I remember thinking that was completely reasonable. Mm-hmm. because it was, it was only there was, it was my sister it was only yeah. five of us we're going to Rome for crying out loud mum's paying for a meal and the Vatican yeah. like the entire Vatican came back the entire the Vatican um, yeah it was, it was, but you it do, was a beautiful you do, wedding like I think you get clouded by it because especially if it like you know I've only got a brother and he's younger than me and nowhere close to marriage but I suppose you get clouded when you're like well you know it's a really dear friend or it's a dear relative mm. or whatever surely this weekend away would would be worth it but it's also it's unexpected you don't count that in your in your month you know you count a holiday mm. and you go right me and my partner or me and my family are gonna go away for this and then suddenly this crops up mm. and you're like crap like and I think yeah. I think that's the thing like I felt that we when we did that gave gave everyone ample time we gave them like six months to get it to get us the money we yeah, were in no you're rush you're gonna feel judged if you don't do it you're gonna feel like you don't love them enough no of course and also we had someone say you know i can't afford it and we subsidize it but also in terms of the other costs that come to bridesmaids like mm. staying somewhere or um bridesmaid dresses which that was often paid for by the bridesmaids yeah these days. that was yeah. all covered by my parents and my sister so those costs were offset which is another reason why we all felt that it was acceptable and ultimately it was and everyone had a great time but it's still you know considering that i have i have grumbled about the cost of hendus um as much fun as they may have turned out to be like i have grumbled about it and we've all grumbled about it and i think it's it's easy to forget that you would you would do it but <laughs> i think i think there's a big difference um in this handy thing because i think a when a maid of honor organizes it as is the tradition again um they want to make sure that the bride is going to have the best time mm-hmm. and they have a tendency to go all out the two hendus i've been to have both been organised by the bride and they have been so much more cost efficient because the bride has been so much more aware of what the guests are spending. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I will organise my hendu. Yeah, and I would organise it. I thought you said you were going to get me to organise Well, yours. no, I want you to organise a portion. <laughs> oh, I see. The um, thigh-high um, corset <laughs> stripper. Exactly. Routine. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm expecting now. So, okay, okay, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't let you down. And that's cost effective. <laughs> Apart from the one dollar bills I want to put in your thigh hair boots. Why are you giving me dollars? We're English. Well, because that seemed fitting. I don't know. I think that my sister will probably organise mine, but she knows me pretty well. And Sorry, I um, just imagine me putting one pound coins in your thigh your boots. Can I come a fucking trolley and put it in the slot? <laughs> right, that's it. That if I if that's not happening, I'm gonna be so sad. Make right. it so. Actually, that would Make subsidize the Hindu. If everyone puts pound coins in my attire, then done, done, done. Sorted. That's the way to do it. That's the economy. That pays for Take the tough mother brides. Mm. <laughs> How do we feel about Hindus as a whole? Because they make me very very anxious i i think what they stand for is really silly like your kind of last night of freedom is what it was kind was it of like no no 
Um, that's what it was kind of billed as originally. Mm. Billed as. And billed as. But I think... The artist formerly known as Hemp Party. <laughs> I think, um, I think they're, re- like, I think they're really good fun. I've had some really brilliant times on Hindus, but I have never been to a Hindu where I didn't know anyone else. I have only been to Hindus where they've been my really close friends. So I imagine it's probably a different story. How do we feel about, yeah. Penis straws. I was going to say forced fun. I fucking hate forced fun with passion, which is weird because I'm normally the one being like, guys, we're doing a thing. Let's do the thing. <laughs> um, but that's me forcing it, so it's fine. But no, I just this whole like, yeah, no, so we're going to go white water rafting or we're going to do these things. And I'm like, no, we're I mean, not. you do know that I want to do a Tough Mudder no, for my hand Yeah, but uh, we're not doing it. <laughs> no, you can cheer. With... You can cheer me and be pissed on the I'm sidelines. not going to be able to do that in my corset and thigh-high boots. I'm cool with activities. Because it'll be summer. Oh, that's a good point. How do you think I'm going to move? No, you'll be cheering on the oh, side. Oh, the cheering, yes. Oh, yeah, no, you're no, not going to do the no, obstacle course in your thigh-high boots. Trying to climb a bloody... No, you I've already like, written you off that you're not doing it. Okay, fine. Right, that's fine. Okay, I that's think that's fine. the thing. Like, I'm I'm cool with, like, an activity. Um, yeah. But I'm not, I'm not wild about the silly games or things that no one wants to do ever. Ever, just ever. I think a fun yeah. quiz that someone's tailored or something. That I think there's, there's, I think yeah, there's, there are elements, and I think yeah. it depends on the people you're with where yeah. this planned fun thing can be. It depends how big it is because it's because it's a lot of in jokes as if well. You've got so. Fifteen people at your Hindu, you can't not like a, a percentage of them aren't going to be comfortable with it. If you have five people at your Hindu, you can do an activity that everyone enjoys. Like my friend recently had her at work had her Hindu. And um, her friends took her to like a like a Takeshi's Castle kind of play thing yeah, where they did nice. like gladiator oh, and stuff. That. And they made her wear a chicken suit all day, and she Incredible. fucking loved it because she loves games and she loves that. And then fun. they played board games in one of the evenings because she loves games and her and her partner love games, yeah, so they enjoy really playing good. games. And it was fine for her. And I guess that's th- that's the thing. Like if it's fine. It's all in the spirit of if it's fine for the person that you're going for, but I think it's hard to please a lot of people, and I personally struggle with the idea of it. See, my ideal Hindu, and I think the ideal structure of Hindus generally, if you're going to have an entire thing for a shitting weekend or whatever, <laughs> like have it so that people can drop in and out. Don't yes. have it so that people have have to do every single activity. If if I get married, if I have a Hindu, I am going to plan it. I am going to go. These are the things I'm doing because I want to do these things. If you want to join me for any of them, please let me know. Literally the next like, hen do I'm doing is like that. Which is the it's way it's a it whole weekend plan of activity. Going, and you can say ah, and there's a spreadsheet. And there's, and the there's a spreadsheet and you go, I'm up for this, I'm up for this, I'm up for this. Yeah. I've okay. gone for the free thing, FYI. <laughs> I just categorically do not want strippers. Okay, noted. What if they're dressed like Mr. Darcy? No, don't care. <laughs> what if it that makes it worse? Why would you ruin my great, my my true greatest love, which is Jane Austen? <laughs> no, You're having a man know. come out of the lake. No, oh god, no. Uh. The cost of Hendy's is expensive, really, and yes. it is. And when you add that ad- to added to, to the, the wedding. wedding itself, yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, the one of the articles that you sent Kim made a really interesting point that I was very much like yes fuck it that should be what happened which was that when the wedding invites go out there should be um a breakdown of the costs that i was associated yes. with the wedding so intrigued with this if that happened 
I think it would make brides and grooms more aware of what they're expecting other people to spend on that day mm-hmm. because it's like people people love you you're getting married they want to celebrate that with you but they should not be made to feel bad because they can't necessarily afford all of it mm. and their lack of funds or their unwillingness to spend that amount of money on a single day is no indication that they care for you any less it's just but stop like, getting so what, caught up in but, yourselves that you think everyone but else but what to is do. that breakdown of cost because actually nine times out of ten when i get a wedding invite it has a little slip and goes these are the hotels in the area this is how much it costs tonight and then, like, it's up to you how much you give them or how much you spend on a gift. And it's up to you how much you drink. No, but there should be a thing saying... Like, I have never heard a thing saying we're not having an open bar. Like, you just turn up and then it's sort of what, whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I, I suppose when I'm close to people, I just go, okay, is it free booze up until this point? And they go, yeah. I think that's but the thing, yeah, though. If you're not close with someone, if you are a, a middle ground friend... You know, we talked about those circles of the friends circles on of the friendship. Elite and yes. shit. If you're somewhere in the sort of middle to last tier where it's like you're friend enough to be invited to the wedding, but you don't have a text conversation. You haven't been party to the planning at all. Always take a car bar. Sorry? A car bar. Drinking at the car bar. Anyway, you stock your car full of booze and then you just drink shitloads and then go back in. Alex, don't drink and drive. No, I'm not driving it. I'm staying in the £200 a night fucking hotel, aren't I? She just has a boot full of gin. Yeah, like literally, and a guitar. There's always a guitar at the car bar. (laughs) I mean, the thing with weddings is you are... When you kind of look at it, if you are going on a night out or you're going for a fancy meal, you're getting both of those things in one if you go to a wedding for the entire day. So you have to think about what you would spend on that, Mm -hmm. I guess, and then transport to and from. Um, and you're spending it with a big group of people and you're getting some sort of entertainment, presumably, whether that's DJ, band, whatever. So... Karaoke. 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 Um, So you do get a lot of things for what you're spending. It's just the fact that you almost have no choice in which parts of those you do unless you're invited as an evening guest or unless... Mm. You know that I think that makes it difficult when it comes to the economy of it, mm-hmm. because it's all one big lump sum. Yeah, and I think that for many people of our age, our, our age, our work, like stage of work, stage of life, stage of money, is that we can only really afford one five hundred pound holiday a year, and if that's a wedding. Yeah, you feel a little bit cheated. It doesn't matter how much you like the person. It doesn't matter if they are your absolute best friend and you think the moon shines out their ass. You still feel a little bit like slightly resentful. I could be in Spain right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I spent the equivalent of Spain on this dress. And people and people <laughs> like take hotel days off. Room. Yeah, yeah. Like people take days off and people. I've got. I'm going yeah. to a wedding in June. And I've got to take two days off to go to it. And that's separate from the days off you may have to take for the hen do and everything like that. And I think also, um, you just said, you know, the hotel room. You're spending money on this hotel room. by all For all intents and purposes, if you're getting your money's worth out of that wedding, you're not spending any time in that hotel room. Mm-hmm. No. This most recent wedding that um, my partner and I went to, I had booked a room in a sort of country pub. And I was really, really excited about it. And I'd, um, when I first got invited to the wedding, or I first got the save to date, it was only me that was invited. Mm. So I'd made a point of booking a really nice hotel room. Because I was like, if I've got to go to a wedding by myself, with a bunch of people that 
really I haven't seen since for a long time and I wasn't as much as I again I love the bride the wedding was lovely wasn't super excited to see a lot of the people um not because they're bad people if any of them are listening to this I'm sorry but you know um (laughs) and I just I wasn't excited I was like I want to I want to go back to somewhere that makes me feel good and I want to wake up somewhere that I can enjoy and then like go for a walk and have a nice breakfast and just kind of feel like I treated myself if I'm spending this amount of money yeah that's I wanted to feel like Mm. I treated myself Mm -hmm. then my partner got invited which was great and so (laughs) I was like I'm going to book our taxis at a specific time because I wasn't sure what time the hotel it was a country pub so I was like I don't really know what time they're going to lock the doors or whatever anyway but I was like I'm going to book the taxi maybe early a lot earlier than the wedding ends um and we we did we we were planning I was planning to French exit the wedding um a little bit but then I couldn't do that see I know that was an Irish goodbye there you go (laughs) um it was too I felt I'm too polite to do that um leave without saying anything oh okay fine but we did we did leave and uh we went back to our lovely hotel room with the best mattress that i've ever slept on and watched bridget jones and that that was worth the fucking money that made it feel like a weekend (laughs) but it did that made that room feel like a weekend away and then i had frankly an incredible breakfast the next day as well which also it made it feel like a weekend away and it's not that seeing my friend get married wasn't worth the money or the time or the effort but it definitely felt good to have something that was about me in all this money that i was spending because yeah, i worked hard enough. for that money she worked and hard for the money then the, you know the wedding day cost 250 let's say out of the 500 mm. that i spent in total um and it was nice to feel like i'd got you know, two fifty would be for me and my partner a little weekend That's away. A weekend away, yeah, exactly. And you want to feel like you've had some kind of. And there's an event in between that happens to be your mm-hmm. friend getting married. Yeah, maybe that's the way forward. To be honest, unless the wedding is in the Maldives or somewhere completely extortionate, even saying I'd like to see a breakdown cost before I say yes or no. If it's someone I truly care about and they're getting married. I'll, you're gonna say I'll yes fucking anyway. suck it up. Mm-hmm. I'll be yeah, like, you yeah, would. I'll be there. And that doesn't mean I'm not gonna grumble it. about it. No, of course. But so I'll be we there. make, we have regular jobs and make relatively good money. She works hard for the money, as we said. And we have partners who have relatively good jobs and and make relatively good money, like. We're... A steady income, not re- let's. Yeah, not, no, let's I'm not, not. I'm not saying we're fucking. <laughs> we are dink Lady Gaga, but we we all have nice flats in a nice city we have enough money to have a fucking podcast where we drink 20 pound champagne during that during that and 30 pound bottle of wine in the last one 34 yes. i think 34 yes but yes we are positioned in a way that a lot of people probably aren't mm-hmm. which is not to say we're fucking minted but we are no you are more fortunate and yet it's still a but struggle. And I, I can just see it being be, I can just to, see yeah. it being a, more of a struggle for other people. And if 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 we're saying so if the independent is saying the average cost is a thousand pounds, if we're saying we probably reckon it's what, like five hundred, 
I feel that's not including for me. That's not including a new dress or new shoes or anything. Which yeah, I think and that's some like a massive chunk of in. our monthly but that's, income. But that's a choice. It, most of us have dresses we could wear again. Yeah, mm-hmm. that and is have. true. But again, like what I'm saying is, mine is five hundred pounds without that, without any new clothes at all. The the bare essentials plus drinks, mm-hmm. which are bare essentials, mm-hmm. was five hundred pounds. <laughs> like you say, if you are kind of being put in a position where you are forced, not forced, but you are presented with this choice between. I'm going to my friend's wedding and I'm going to enjoy the time there because I won't have to stress if, if I get a room I won't have to stress about getting back and one of we could both drink and la 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 uh-huh. um, no one has to drive or whatever you're being presented with that versus as you said a holiday with the limited time that we all have to actually use as holiday you've got to be resentful I think mm-hmm. you yeah. may love that person you may want to be there to support that person but at the back of your mind there's going to be that voice being like oh, is that not good yeah. yeah no that is true and I didn't yeah. resent Vietnam because no. it was a once in a lifetime experience a and it was a holiday um, but there are times and I've been on many Hindus and I've been to many weddings where I have resented taking the time off and knowing that I'm like I wouldn't choose to do this activity mm-hmm. um, you know like there's always the cocktail making and stuff like that and it's just like I just want to drink the cocktail I don't mm-hmm. give a shit about how it's made like and I'm spending twenty pound more than it yeah. would cost me just to drink it. Yeah, my mm. sister in laws I learned how to make a fucking French martini, and now I'm like, I don't bloody know how to do that. My sister yeah. went to cocktail making actually just this weekend, and she said how great fun it was. And I was like, really? oh no, I've been to them. <laughs> really? It was but... a last minute thing though, because the life drawing, uh, the the model uh, ditched us. More penises. Yeah, that just seems like a classy excuse to look at a dick. Like, <laughs> no, it does though, doesn't it? No, that's exactly right. I really enjoy drawing, so I'm all up but for that's that. that's fine. But it's like, you could do anything. You, you, they could have said, you know, we're going out, um, we're going to go out into the countryside, I've got everyone some watercolours and stuff, and it's going to be fun, and we're going to paint. It gets that sounds scenic. Yeah, doesn't that sound lovely? But no, someone went, you know what, we're going to get a naked dude, and we're going to spend I a mean, good... one of the most hilarious Hindus is when we got a life-drawing male to come into a field, and he got dropped off by his, his wife's friend and her child on the way to the cinema, and he got, he had a dressing gown on, and like, big walking boots. <laughs> He was called Steve and Steve came and stood for us and we drew him and then he did poses and then Steve got picked up by the woman and her child and that was it. Can you drop me off? Where? Oh, I'm just going to get naked in a field for some women. It was the most bizarre experience I've ever had. So breakdown of wedding costs, yay or nay? Um, I, I'm I'm here for it because I like to plan my finances. Mm -hmm. I plan them and then I ignore it and Mm -hmm. do what the fuck I like, but at least I plan them to begin with. Mm -hmm. Um... I think it'd be advantageous. Like Alex says, yes, if it's somewhere where there's accommodation, they do send a breakdown, but that, yeah. Oh yeah, I think knowing that there's an open bar or not is necessary. Knowing, it just helps with budgeting. Knowing what you're expected to pay for, I think, like, and I, I... I just would assume if it was a daytime guest, you get a few drinks paid for. Yeah. If you're even a guest, you have to pay for it. I feel like I've learnt my lesson a little bit I, or rather, I feel like I'm I'm having to reconsider my own actions in that I think that I would be more conscientious were I planning another Hindu. I don't know if you feel comfortable talking about the costs... <laughs> the wedding that never was. Well, no, just the costs from a 
bridal perspective, even though you were not in the end a bride. No, but we put in a lot of the money ahead of time that that would have been... We paid money of the expenses that, because the wedding was cancelled three months before, Mm -hmm. most of it was already paid for. So at the time, when I was going to get married, it was 2010? Yeah, so I would have I would have been married in two thousand and ten. At the time, the average cost of a wedding was twenty two thousand. Um, ours came in at less than that, but was still, as I said, a five figure sum. Um, and that was a that would that was not paying for bar, so that would have been table wine. That would have been food for the guest. It wasn't a particularly big. It would have been about. 60, 70 guests, I think. What? Only that many and yeah. it cost that much? Yeah, exactly. Jesus um, Christ. It, was, it wasn't It was a church wedding. It was a... It would have been in a... Um, it was a Victorian pleasure garden. So I know a bit of the sting that comes with being... And, 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 and that was... None of that was like... I didn't have the, mom, the bank of mum and dad paying for that. That was... We were paying for that. Yeah. And so, so when was... you can find and my bridesmaids, I had eight. I was I had asked seven or eight bridesmaids. I can't remember now, but I said to them, "I don't care what you wear. I'm not going to give you a uniform. I'm just going to give you a colour, and then you wear a dress." Yeah, of that colour. and I know weddings that have done yeah. that as well, which is much because then they get to buy a dress that they actually might wear again, rather than me going, "Oh, you could just take it out and wear it again." Yeah, like. But I I know you're <laughs> I know you were super young at the time, and maybe so your fair. thoughts now may have hindered this, mm. but like at the time was there an air of we are spending this much so surely you spending a tiny portion of coming to celebrate our day is fine i think there was mm. um because it's not the place i the place that we were having it was n- not there's no nearby accommodation so it would have been taxi journeys to and from the nearest town which is why wait like and we didn't even think about that we were just like this is where we want to get married um and kind of this and but there was the opportunity they would have uh, because they run a festival at this place there was opportunity for camping outside as well so oh, that's people cool. could have camped um not that everyone would want to i mean i wouldn't fucking want to don't get me wrong but there was that option if people wanted to go down that route so yeah i think i think it is easy to get caught up in how much it's costing you as a bride and a groom even even if you're planning a wedding that doesn't actually cost that much, because I know many people who have done it for far less than we were going to do it for and had lovely days, you know, three, four grand, fine. Mm. And because you're so fixated on how much you're spending, in comparison, what other people have to spend is so little that it doesn't really... Resonate, yeah. 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 But it's when you're on the other side of that as a guest, you're like, fuck, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For something that you, like, think, oh, it's nice, I want to celebrate your day, but mm. I haven't been asked to celebrate your day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, you have by invite, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting hearing the bride and grooms kind yeah, of Yeah, it view. is. Because, like, this, this conversation was born out of my thinking about weddings and wedding guests and reading these articles about how much it costs for a guest to attend a wedding especially a destination wedding and my feeling about the pressure to attend everything to do with the wedding and do everything right and I guess the flip side is that of course the bride and groom also have that with a much higher price tag Mm. and it's it's a little bit of that like 
well, don't feel bad because they're starving children in Africa. Like, yeah. someone always has it worse. But yeah. at the same time, like, I didn't choose getting married. And um, yeah, I suppose it's it's whether or not that choice to attend someone's wedding is really a choice. Mm. I think once you've been invited, you basically have to be like, I'm out of the country or I'm dying <laughs> to not go. <laughs> No, but if you guys yeah. said to me, like, literally, I really can't afford to come to your wedding, I would totally understand. See, I, I think would. you might, but, like, I don't think that many people would. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I think... Again, the tertiary of, friends. But, yeah, when you are bride the green, when you're surrounded by this kind of talk 24 hours, not 24-7, but, you know, it, it kind of, depending on how long you're planning the wedding for, it becomes such a massive part of your life that when someone goes, this massive thing that you've been working towards, I can't be involved, I can see how people would yeah. take that. It's basically like you going... And, the, and like you said, the cost like, yeah. is so small. Yeah. You're like, really, you can't afford that, but I'm We're affording doing this. All of this. Yeah. Mm. And it, but it's like, say, um, say you're putting on a show and you've been working on it for... Because it is essentially a show. It's a yeah, it is. For I'm getting for I'm getting For a, better, for worse. I'm it's getting a bloody production manager for my wedding. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and that's why people ship it out because it is a job and it's like someone turning up at the end of your job and going, you've invested all of this. I don't think it's worth me investing this, mm. which is not necessarily the way it's meant to be. And it's not the intention behind it, but, but the you way that can it comes see across. why people get upset about it. I did want to ask another question though, Okay, what's which is question? I wanted to see like, with all this discussion about what we would include, what we rile against the money that we spend the traditions that we do or you know do not like mm-hmm. what would we keep what would we do would we would we would take we this on board for our own weddings i mean i've already planned my wedding so i mean rude haven't been invited <laughs> no as in like in my head i've planned the wedding not in a weird like oh since i was a child i planned true. it literally in the last like six months i've gone this is what i'd quite like it's going to be outdoors. It's going to be a yeah. mini festival. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to be in a treehouse. Okay. How are, you, how are you going to get all the people in a treehouse? It's in like a little bit in the treehouse and a little bit downstairs. <laughs> in the downstairs treehouse. <laughs> you, you know you haven't made it if you're in the downstairs bit. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. So the big ass treehouse. So you're basically saying is the ceremony would be in the treehouse with the select important people. Yeah. And yeah, but you, how would the fuck are you going to select enough people, like, the few enough people to be in a treehouse? Oh, because I think I could probably... It's not No, the, no there's, some, there's some treehouses that maybe have about, like, 40. So I could have, like, 40. Where are people. these treehouses? Are you sure they're not Sherwood just... Sherwood The forest. fucking canopy under the stars, or canopy whatever it's called. Um, okay, so you want to get married in your treehouse, so you've planned your wedding, so do you think the expense is worth it? Um, or would it be worth it? I mean, like I say, I want to get married in a treehouse. I have not Googled how much that would cost. <laughs> um, I've also been in a 10-year relationship and marriage really isn't important to me. Yeah. Um, I've just been to so many weddings that I'm just like, they're so lovely and nice and I have such a fun time and mm. I have a massive group of friends that I really want to share a fun time with. Um, but also my parents got married after being together 21 years and I was 12 years old and they just had a barbecue. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I I really don't care for the big blah that is weddings. Um and I would be happy just having a day of fun times. But so then saying that, given what we've talked about, mm. 
what would you ex- what, you know what would you be upfront about with the costs what oh what, everything and what everything you know how much would you like literally you crack open a bottle of wine and go how much did that cost yeah like I would be so upfront about all that and but tradition then, wise tr- yeah tradition I would not take my partner's name I've already told him this mm-hmm. um I I mean cutting the cake I'm bloody vegan like vegan cake nice but I'm not really that into cake maybe we can open a bag of crisps that would be great <laughs> Um, I love it. And uh, I I, like speeches wise, I'm definitely saying a speech. Of course I am. Like, I'm so outspoken. Like, tradition goes out the door with me. As a baker, I'm offended. Well, you can bake me a cake. Okay. I did that for my sister's wedding. Well, I will enjoy it. I made her wedding cake. And I will cut it just for you. Cool. Good. You don't have to cut it. You just have to... Okay, well, like I will it. pride of place display. That's it. my wedding gift to you. Okay, because, good, because I'm actually fine without wedding, wedding gifts. Cake. So there we go. Okay. My wedding gift from one of my oldest friends is my wedding cake. Like, nice. I have planned literally nothing else but that she will be giving me a wedding gift. Well, you plan a lot of like, wedding because you know where you want to get married. No, I don't. No? I do. I would like to get married in a specific place, but I haven't planned it that way in the sense that I'm like, if that's not okay with whoever I get married to, mm-hmm. it's not so soon. There are two a specific places. Uh, there's my church. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I remember. Um, there are two things that I I feel quite strongly about with regards. No, three things. Sorry. Oh shit! I nearly forgot the most important one. Is it something about rings? No. So the, the first most important is the person. It has to be the right person. Well, the second yeah, most fair. important is um, that I wear a really big poofy dress. Oh, I hate a poofy dress. Don't shit on Kim's no, poof no, parade. No, no, well, Kim will look beautiful, I'm I sure. I love a poofy dress. But I don't want a poofy dress yeah, But you're going to have flower garlands in your hair. Oh, yeah, I'll be like Titania mm. in the forest. And then I can't actually remember what the third most important was. So there you go. The person, the dress. person and the dress. That's Those are the things okay. that I care about. Yeah. Well, of course. Um, You know, like the other stuff is gravy. And obviously I'm getting a cake for my friend. Just yeah. What about you? Traditions, money, etc. You'd keep well, if you ever get married. I haven't done it once. I'm not in any hurry. Well, not done it, but having gone through the rigmarole, um, don't really care about doing it again. Don't see the need. Don't unless you know it's for tax break purposes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love the idea of being able to have a big party, but I'm not going to let my relationship with another person define that party. If I'm going to yeah. have a big fucking party, I'm having the party. Yeah. But yeah, I think like I would be upfront about I think I would be upfront about the cost to a degree. I don't want to break down everything ever made ever. But I also think that I in the spirit of my own generosity, um, would probably absorb as much of the costs yeah. for my guests as possible. Um and would hope that, that I would be able to offset as much of those costs for my guests as possible and therefore would be less in need to be upfront about certain costs um and in terms of pressures like traditions and stuff as i said there are some that i would like but if it came down to having those or being with the person that i wanted to be with mm-hmm. obviously it's i mean it's a no-brainer because we were watching that bridezilla and fucking hell that there was one woman who like she had an argument with her groom because 
he said that she made things difficult because she hadn't lost enough weight to fit in her fucking wedding dress or something. And it was just, it was just ugly and horrible. And I just thought, why? Like, that's not, that's not the point. As far as I'm concerned, if you start getting lost in the, oh, but I have to have peonies on the table. I just can't. I can't with that. So that kind of brings us to the end of our wedding discussion. Um, But before we say goodbye, what did we think of our wines? We need to give our our um special champagne, our usual grape culture rating out of five grapes. Yes. Mm. So for everyone um, who's forgotten, because we nearly have, <laughs> this is the Louis Verte Brut um, from M&S. It is the, uh, the vegan champagne... Shockingly enough, off of Champagne, France. <laughs> off of. Off of. So I will start because I can. Because I'm. Um, I thought it was, it was fairly typical Champagne, um, which I know sounds reductive because when you say it's a typical Pinot Noir, there's so much you can get, um, but it was just everything that I expect Champagne to be, which is mildly disappointing. So I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a one point five. Ooh. I struggled. Strong. Too Okay, um, I'm not a massive champagne drinker. Don't really like it that much. Like Kim said right at the start, like a Prosecco. Um, but I, don't, I think a 1.5 is pretty harsh because I've drunk much worse champagnes. Mm. Like literally like paint stripper down my throat. So I'm going to give it a solid 2. Oh, a whole point 0.5. I know, but 1.5 <laughs> seems really harsh, but okay, 2 is okay. okay. See, for me, it falls into that category of perfectly fine, would drink again if offered to me, probably wouldn't buy it. Um, Really suits the purpose, though. Like, suits a toast. If someone said £20 champagne, it's done. Good thumb Good thumb. Oh, yeah, your thumb's good. Suits suits the purpose, suits the toast, suits the special occasion. Pairs well with the topic of weddings, I thought. Mm -hmm. Um... In my humble opinion. No, no, I agree. I'm somewhere between like a 2.5 and a 3. Um, 2.5 being slap bang down the middle. 2.5 grapes. Um, the sole reason I'm giving it a 3 is because I've just looked at the cork and on the bottom end of the cork ha- it says Grand Vin de Champagne. And it's really pretty and I just quite liked that. So I'm giving uh-huh. it a 3. So your taste reason. notes have been overtaken by the pretty cork. Branding. Yep. Branding, Branding is important. Also, for 20 quid... Yeah, no, it is. When I good. was looking at champagnes for this par- party, <laughs> I mean, it's podcast, a bit of a party. When I was looking at champagnes for this podcast, getting anything under 35 quid that wasn't going to be absolute gasoline was a bit of a challenge. So, yeah, the the price point and the branding takes it from a 2.5 to a 3, in my opinion. Fair, fair. So that kind of brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you again for listening. If you have any comments or you want to get in touch or follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter where we are at GrapeCulturePod or on Instagram where we are at GrapeCulturePodcast. You can also get in contact with us on our website, which is www.grapeculturepodcast.co.uk and on there you can see all of our tasting notes, including links to the wine and also the articles that we've discussed as well. We will be back in two weeks' time when... What are we going to be talking about then, Kim? Sports. Sports. Um, in anticipation of the uh, Women's, Women's Football World Cup, World Cup yes. we will be talking about female sport athletes and... Sport athletes. <laughs> sport 
sport and as you can tell this is a subject that i know a lot about yes perceptions of women in sport and why male and female sports are still kept separate to a degree do we think that's still relevant and um, if you want to come and find out what we're talking about please come back in two weeks time whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop. thanks for listening and we'll see you again bye, bye.